The first time I came to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I was a college student and I was on a college ski trip. And oh my gosh, did we have so much fun. Jackson Hole was on fire that year. It was 2000 and literally the year 2000. And they got so much snow. And we showed up in this huge bus driving up from Boulder, Colorado with, I don't remember if it was 100 or 200 college kids. We took over all these condos. You can imagine doing the kinds of things that college students do. There were mattresses that were jumped on off of you know, overhanging decks and so on. I don't think we were allowed to rent those condos again the next year, by the way. <laughs> the next year we ended up at Snow King. But all of that partying aside, I discovered the mountain and the energy that I felt in Jackson Hole, Wyoming and the Tetons. And later that year, I was invited to lead a group of about 20 college students on a backcountry hiking expedition. It was October and we had this route set up where we were going to meet in the middle, one group, because we were only allowed to have, I think, 10 to 13 people at a time, and there were over 20 of us. One group was going to hike in one way, and one group was going to hike in the other way. And we were going to camp near each other so we could all have a little get-together in the middle of the Tetons. And I had it handed to me. I was, I thought, a pretty good mountaineer, but I had nothing on the Teton range. And although it was mid-October, we had a lot of snow and scree as we got over that high place. And it was just the challenge and the energy that I needed at that time in my life to understand how capable I was, how capable we as a group, and in this case, I as a leader, how capable we were, how competent to get over this big mountain using specific tools. So one example I want to share is only one of our hikers had hiking poles. And when we had to get over that icy scree face with our huge packs on for a, a three-night overnight trip, we had that one pole to pass back and forth to each other to get up and over the mountain. Sometimes it's just that one tool that's going to turn the needle for you. And it's taken me a long time. Here we are, 2023. I had a little bit of a detour living in the suburbs of Chicago for three years, working a real job in my 20s before actually moving to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, where I said I would move after college to be a heli skiing guide. By the way, I had no idea what qualifications I would need for that. I just thought it was something I wanted to do. I'm now very clear that that is not what I want to do. <laughs> Being a heli skiing guide is not for me. I have now been heli skiing, which is a huge privilege. And that's an amazing story that my husband and I will surely unpack on the podcast this year. But I know who I am right now. I'm a mom. I have young children. They're five and seven. Hi, seeing some friends showing up live on Facebook. So happy to see you. Oh, that place is something fierce, says a friend who would know from the Tetons, right? So knowing who you are right now and then how you relate to something you love. So in this case, relating to the Tetons, relating to the mountain energy, to the climb. So this is what I know about my children, my seven-year-old, and you can see this on Instagram and maybe it links up to Facebook. I don't know. 
but she rode independently her horse up Teton Canyon for the first time this past weekend. Huge milestone for her. She's seven, riding independently, controlling this huge thousand pound animal with her 45 pounds of wisdom. Amazing, right? Amazing. Learning to use those tools, those reins, your voice to call out commands and communicate with your animal. And your animal is communicating with the mountain, right? They've got their hooves on the mountain each step, but also listening to their rider and what they need. And you work together to balance and get up and over these mountains. Now, I'm going to take a sip of water. Hold on. That said, I could see where and when it was too much, not just for my children, but also for our animals. We have been living in the flatlands in the Midwest for eight years. One of our newer animals, the pony, who's only seven years old, has never seen mountains like this. After his little excursion, which was about two hours the other day. (laughs) Yes, my daughter is getting some cheerleaders here on Facebook. After that little two-hour excursion for the pony, he laid down in his pen and slept for like an hour. He was like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Here is the thing. Hard things are not for everybody. They're not for everybody and they're not for every time or every season that you're in. Right now, I am not in the season of being a heli skiing guide. I am in the season of being a mom who just moved all the way across the country in her dream horse trailer with her three horses and a pony, two children, a cat and a dog and husband. That's a pretty big season to be in. I wonder why I'm tired all the time. (laughs) And then when you put an adventure on top of it, when you decide, you know what? I know you have to leave and go back and get the U-Haul honey and drive stuff home from Chicago and We got this like stuff to deal with, but this is our moment to go horse camping up Teton Canyon before we unhook the trailer and unhook the fridge and turn the battery off and do all of those things that come with a living quarters horse trailer that you're no longer living in, that you've stepped out of and stepped into a home in the Tetons, into the season that you're in, into your needs. I tell you what, man, I needed a normal bed. I needed a bed. I needed a bathtub. I needed a way to do laundry because we generate a lot of it. So knowing the season that you're in and not, not apologizing for it, not apologizing for it. But the bigger thing is understanding if there is something that you're holding out there from yourself, as in when I do this, I can have that. I know my girl on here will appreciate this one because we both worked in the weight loss industry and fitness industry for a long time. Here's the deal. When you reach your dream weight, you are going to feel amazing. That's true. It is going to take a lot of work to get there. And all these other feelings, all of these other things are still going to be there waiting for you. So If you want to hike Mount Everest or hike up and over the Tetons, what are you doing to be ready today to be fit? Because I'll tell you a secret. It's not about the weight. It's not about the thing. It's about stepping into who you are because you love and want and desire that thing. And sometimes you are this person who's never really going to climb the Grand Teton. That's not for you. It's the dream of climbing the Grand Teton. 
And that's okay. 100%. Yeah, I'm getting some shout outs here on, on social media. 100%. So differentiating between, wait a second, is this something I'm really called to do in this lifetime? Is it something I'm called to do right now? Or is this a one day thing? You know, we have this lifespan. And I think this is something that as a society, we forget a lot, right? So here I am, mother to my young children. How am I mothering them? How am I showing up to them? How do I show up with my animals? Am I distracted? Am I wanting them to be a certain way, but not doing the work to help them be that way, to sit quietly as a dog goes by, for example, if that's what's appropriate? Am I doing the training? Am I disciplined in showing up every day to do a little bit of a workout, to get my 10,000 steps in, to eat well, and then see that I feel well. When I eat well, I feel well. Oh my gosh. When I'm living in the place that I want to live, I'm on fire. The energy is fierce. This is who I am. Instead of pretending that I'm somebody else that I belong somewhere else other than where I truly feel I belong. If this is you, if this makes sense to you, reach out to me because I have an amazing course coming this fall. It's coming up with the launch of my book, by the way, called The Adventure Paradox. And this is truly what it's all about. This is where the rubber meets the road. It's not just that thing you're going for. It's also what you're doing today. It's the day-to-day. It's these little things. It's these thoughts. It's learning how to turn those thoughts around and then take action as you do. So for example, as soon as we arrived here, and you'll appreciate this, my friend, because you lived here a long time, the talk of the town is and always has been, oh my gosh, things are changing here. Oh my gosh, we don't want to be like Park City, Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole used to say they didn't want to be like that, etc. Now Teton Valley is saying we don't want to be like that. When we're so focused on what we don't want to be, we actually become that thing. Isn't that ironic? When you're putting energy into what you don't want to be, you are actually being that thing. This is such a paradox, right? This is such a paradox, but it's so true. Instead of just catching up to, wow, this is who we are. So for example, I was looking at this $850,000 horse home. It is now 1.7 million, increased by a million. This is actually what it is now. This is what it is. So we're either going to catch up and show up for it and say, wow, okay, things have changed here. But my love for the Tetons has not changed. My love for these mountains has not changed. Table Mountain is still an amazing climb up and over, respecting the seasons, the wisdom, the grit, the truth of the mountains, that has not left. These old stories, these small stories that we tell, it's too hard to find a place to live. We can't make it work here. As my business mentor said, you can make millions anywhere, even in the Tetons, even in the Tetons, maybe especially in the Tetons. Why? Because it's where your most alive that matters. And the thing is, when you start getting other people's energy, other people's stories coming in, you miss out on the magic of who you truly are at your highest vibration. So within 72 hours, we had a place to live. Within 
72 hours, we had a home for our horses, a place for our trailer. We had seen a whole bunch of friends who we were supposed to see who we didn't even know. I got invited to speak at Rotary. Things happen fast in a small town, but only when you're doing the work to be present to whatever vibration you're in. Don't get me wrong, (laughs) that moment, anyone who's been back to Driggs, Idaho now knows there's this weird new gas station, which by the way is amazing. It's a pole barn and so you don't get snowed on and it does snow a lot here (laughs) or rained on. You can pull through a big rig like ours that's 14 feet tall and 42 feet long, right? And fill up your gas and it's right next to where we used to live and where our horse trailer is. And a friend was pulling up for gas. She recognized the horse trailer, knew it was me in there. And I was inside, couldn't see her, taking care of my child who was crying, having a little meltdown, having a mommy moment. So the thing is, I'm not saying it's all rainbows and sunshine. There are going to be these hard things. But here I was in that moment, completely present to my daughter's needs. And she's feeling like this is a lot. These are a lot of changes. I can't find my pants. <laughs> you know, I want to go to the park, but I don't want to go to the park without pants. And we were having a bit of a meltdown trying to find the pants in the trailer and we needed to get laundry done and so on. And that was the moment when this gal came up and was like, hey, how are you? Welcome back. I knew about your journey because I'm seeing it on social media and the work you're doing is amazing. And thank you so much. By the way, I'm on Rotary. Would you ever like to come and be part of it and speak? Oh my gosh, of course I would. I would love to come and share the wisdom, those moments when you're on. And sometimes they're moments when you think you're off, like you're dealing with a difficult child or a difficult animal. Things are not going your way. That's when we have to work through it and recognize, ah, I'm being the best mom I can be right now in this season of my life. I belong here. This is where I'm meant to be to help people, often to help people with their thinking. Housing has always been difficult in this small mountain town, both of them. I lived here for almost 10 years in my 20s and 30s. Now I'm here in my 40s. And I can tell you, whether you're stepping in to be an owner or you're stepping in as a renter, it's always been a challenge. But you know what else? It has always worked out. If you're committed, if you keep the faith, if you trust, if you trust, right? But you've got to trust the process. And one of the biggest things is learning to figure out what it is that you actually really, really want. Who are you really, really? Jenna Kutcher just had a great book come out that I've been reading. I love her work, by the way. And it's called, How Are You Really? Because I think we've been in this world where we just sort of tiptoe around. Oh, fine. Hey, thumbs up on social media. And the truth is, we're not truly connecting. We're not allowing ourselves to have those moments where maybe it is difficult. Maybe there was some fear about how it was going to go and whether or not we were going to find a rental and so on. And then the magic happens, but you have got to trust and you have got to do the work, putting one foot in front of the other to move towards your adventure. And sometimes it can get a little muddied, right? So for me, and this is what my family said when we finally told them we're moving back to the mountains, you know, it had been kind of on the back burner, like, Maybe it's time, maybe it's time, and different things kept presenting themselves, and suddenly we realized, 
whoa, here's the opportunity. It's totally time. Now is the time. Let's do this right now, right? But it took me writing the book about our adventure five years ago when we drove the horse trailer with our infant and toddler all the way back out to the Tetons and then all the way back to Chicago. And recognizing as I wrote through that story, what had not changed and what had changed. Here we were five years later. Have you ever written that five-year plan? Is your adventure done? Are you still living it? Are you making a five-year plan for a five-year adventure? I suddenly realized, wait a second, the hardest part about this journey was that we were going home to a home that didn't feel like home. And then the miracle that ensued in the pandemic is that we did make that home a home. We did develop the community. We got the friends. We began to flourish and thrive there. And yet, it still was not where we belonged. What had not changed is that the mountains still called us. The Tetons do not call everybody. Not everybody can manage to live in the Tetons year round. The guy we're renting this house from, he's like, yeah, I had 25 winters. I don't need any more of those, right? So anyways, the point is, there is so much magic available for you. Just trust the process. And if you have that adventure, that dream inside you, Don't decide that it's not for you right now. If now is the time, if you want to raise your children in the mountains, figure out how to do that. The rest will follow. Trust the process. Keep the faith. You belong in the mountains. The mountains will figure out how to help you stay. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Stopping this now. Ciao.